This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining Dawson's tushy now, and it makes me smile. Now, Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies' curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now. We got you, baby. Let's get real. No one has time for cold sores, especially when you're juggling weddings, holiday parties, and work functions. If you suffer from cold sores, fever blisters, and outbreaks caused by the herpes virus, Azurex is an all-natural homeopathic treatment that will change your life. Just apply it topically as soon as you feel that familiar first tingle. And when you have an active outbreak, Azurex will soothe the pain and help you heal faster. Order today and use code HELP to save 20% at azzurx.com. Love it or your money back guaranteed. Stop a cold sore before it starts and heal an outbreak faster. Order Azurex today. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. Help! We suck at being newlyweds with Dean Ungler, Halen Miller Keys, and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, welcome to an all new episode of Help! We suck at being newlyweds. That's going to take some time to getting used to. It is myself, and we have our two other co-hosts. But the reason I'm kind of like getting into that is because, as you guys know, Dean has been, I don't know, on Pluto. And this is the first time that Dean and Kaylin have seen each other in how long, Kaylin? Uh, I think it's been two weeks, two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks. How's it feel? You guys are seeing each other for the first time in two and a half weeks live on the podcast, baby. <laughs> live on the podcast. It's been two weeks. I did the math on the flight. Um, I was surprised. I thought that you were going to text me this morning and, or at least try to call me or something before jumping on the podcast. So I'm surprised. I was going to, but I didn't sleep last night, so I needed every second of sleep I could get. Why didn't you sleep? Because the winds are crazy, and we have this air uh, vent right behind me that was flapping all night long. Oh, those but, darn air vents, man. They love flapping around. Yeah, but I'm so excited to see you. You look so handsome. Should we just treat this as our phone call? Hello, how are yeah, you? Yeah, let's on catch everything up. I miss over the past two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you tell me about Antarctica? What it, well, yeah. But nothing interesting has happened here. You went to the Super Bowl. You played golf. You caught a yeah. touchdown pass. I saw you wearing your football receiver gloves. It was awesome. You were the most athletic-looking person I've ever seen in my life. Thank you so much. Um, I did play golf, and I understand the hype. I will never get mad at you for playing golf again because it was so <laughs> much fun. Okay. You heard it here first, folks. We're <laughs> yeah. going to hold her accountable. Easton, make sure you clip never that, please. Never golfing too much again. Right. Yeah. I'm just going to clip that and play it for her every morning when we wake up. No, it was so fun. I really get it. You really get it. Yeah. See, that's I really great. Get it. Now, can now I hear can about Antarctica? I don't know anything that happened. 
Um, well, there wasn't really anything that happened that's worth. I mean, it was a great experience and a great trip, but it wasn't like there was one moment where. Oh, what sorry, the hell is going on, Dean? Why am I just seeing your feet? <laughs> I was just trying to get my computer to charge. Um, I'm I'm at a hostel in El Calafete. Do you have your own room? Yeah, I had to just buy it. And it was 120 bucks, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to record the podcast out in the common areas because I get really nervous in front of other people. So I just bought this. <laughs> <laughs> My friends don't show up for another like four hours, so I was like, oh, I guess that's fine because I'll just nap in here anyways. Um, okay, wait. What are you doing now? Are you hiking Patagonia? Or are you doing something else? So, yeah, I like how we just brush over all of Antarctica. So now, <laughs> my my, so my tentative plan is to drive to Puerto Natales with my friend I just met on this Antarctica boat, and he wants to go puma tracking. And so I told him I would go puma tracking with him for five days, which would be freaking sick. Wait, what? Right, are you doing? Right? Can I get some? <laughs> can I get some confirmation from you guys here? But like, you're not hunting them; you're just looking for them. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, we just like look at them through our tele, uh, telephoto camera lenses, but we're not going to kill them. Just in case That'd someone be... like got confused by that. Yeah, I would never kill a puma. Well, aren't pumas pretty dangerous? Yeah, it's kind of like, a, they're kind of like mountain lions, I guess you could say. Maybe like bigger and maybe less aggressive, but I, I don't really know enough about them. But they are big mountain cats, yeah. Yeah, and you're going to be tracking them. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that <sound> so <laughs> cool? He like He was like so happy to have gotten this Puma tracking reservation. He couldn't believe it. And I was like, well, you know, I don't really have anything to do. He's like, oh, come with me. He's this British guy. He goes, oh, mate, come with me down to Puma land. And I was like, all right, sure. That was like a country <laughs> so, British accent. Wait, so you're doing Puma <laughs> tracking and are you going to hike Patagonia or no? Um, I think I'm going to do that still. Yeah. And then I. When are you yeah, going so home? I'm gonna go, yeah. So. <laughs> Getting to so, that. Yeah. Well, Jackson just Jackson just invited me to go on the prices right with him on March eighth. So I know I have to be home before March eighth. Oh, he texted me yesterday and asked when you're coming home, and I was like, I think the eighth. Yeah, which is kind of good because if I didn't get that, I probably would have stayed in South America till like. Mid-March. Oh, good. But, Great. <laughs> but now I get to come back, and that'll be a full month. That's kind of what I said when I left too. That I'd be gone for a full month. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna go to Patagonia, and I'm gonna camp down there, Puma track down there, and then come back up to the town that I'm in now. <laughs> And do this uh, Fitzroy Traverse uh, that I want to do. That's another four days, and then I would come back to this town or go up to the next town and fly out to Buenos Aires from there on like March sixth. That's my, like my very loose plan. Good, great. I need yeah. Ashley to talk yeah. to Kaylin because Kaylin, you're so just easygoing. Like Dean, when are you coming <laughs> back? Maybe a month, maybe not. I know I have to be back by March eighth, so I'll be back at some point, dude. <sighs> I run to CVS and Ashley asked me 5,248 questions. When are you going to be back? Where are you going? Are you just going to CVS? Are you going to someone else? Why are you going there? Well, shouldn't you go here? Can you also pick me this up? And then when you get back, we need to do this. But what time are you going to be back? And it's just like, oh, God, please get me in my car. Well, Kaylin does all those things when I'm home, I feel like. Yeah, when he's home. Yeah. And also, (laughs) I think the biggest difference here is that we don't have a, a young human being at home that we're both taking care of. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fair point. Just a grumpy old dog. Once you get the 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 little one in the house, everything changes, guys. It just it uh, yeah, it's the most wonderful, awful thing you'll ever do in your entire life. <laughs> oh, good! <laughs> can't wait. Yeah, can't wait. It's can't, all, oh no, it's totally wait, worth it. Man. Like it is so much fun because you're just a kid. Like last night, you know, I just do this thing where I run with Dawson 
and he loses his mind. And we found he started laughing because we'll I'll run from the living room to the kitchen with him in my arm and I'll kind of tease him and we call and we run. And I'm like, and we run and we start running. I don't full sprint, but it's just like a little bop. And he's like losing his mind. And then Ashley will be like, oh, no, you're going to run into me. And he's like, ah, ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> man, I just wish I could have that sense of just bliss. And the kids are just ignorance. so stupid, you know? Oh, so stupid. He's so dumb. <laughs> God, I wish I was that dumb. I mean, I'm not smart, but I'm not that, I'm not as dumb as a one-year-old either. So there's a balance. You're definitely smarter than a one-year-old. We'll give you that. Um, Once he turns yeah, three, it's going to start getting competitive. <laughs> I saw your cute photos of him with the cake and the Titanic or something like that. Yeah. So it was for his, uh, uh, one of our friends here in Rhode Island, her name is Ashley Richards and she's a professional photographer. And, and so she did this cake smash thing for his birthday where she bought a cake and it was just a blue cake and he just smashes it and then, you know, eats it mm. if he wants. And we did like a Titanic theme because obviously Ashley wanted to do a Titanic theme. So it was fun. It was cool. Yeah. That, it was nice. That's nice. I I always forget that your kid and my brother's kid are like, I think they're like one day apart, which is so interesting, I think. Yeah. Wasn't your, your nephew uh, born January or no, February? February 9th, 2nd? maybe. Oh, okay. So 8th or 9th. He was the January 31st. So they're just a little over a week mm. away. Maybe it is February 2nd, actually. I don't know. But yeah, she, uh, it's, yeah, she's great. And kids are cool. And it's nice to be able to bop in and hang out with them whenever you, whenever you feel like you want to hang out with them and not have the obligation to take care of them until they're old enough to take care of themselves. I know. Even this morning, bro, like I, I get Dawson, I bring him upstairs. I changed his diaper. He's being now he's being more fussy. Like I can't leave him. On, I never left him on the diaper changing table by himself. But you know what I mean. Like I was able to like place him there, and he'd stay still. Now he's flaring all over the place, going left, going right. I mean, this kid would fly straight off and fall four feet if I didn't watch him. So anyway, and dude, changing his diaper now because he's. Fl I'm literally pinning this kid down. As I'm changing the diaper, this is what you have to do with a one-year-old now because he's just losing his mind and he thinks it's the funniest thing. So I change his diaper, put him down, go to pick out his clothes. And all of a sudden, this is like 30 seconds later, I'm like, did you just poop? Literally 30 seconds after I changed his diaper, he takes a massive poop. And so I had to change him again. And it stunk, dude. His smells so bad now. It's like human poop. It used to be baby poop and baby poop's nothing, man. You just change one wipe, you're good to go. Now, oh, dude, his entire diaper is just exploded with poop. That's really great, Jared. Thank you so much for sharing that information with you us. You want to know my I, life? This is I'm, my life. <laughs> I didn't want to know that much of your life. I will maybe be more specific next time I ask questions about that. Um, I want to hear Kaylin talk a little bit. Is that okay? Kaylin, can you fill me in on, on life in uh, Kaylin's shoes? Well, I've just been in LA. I... Well, I was supposed to go to Denver last week for my hair and makeup trial for the wedding. Yeah. But our producer, our producer Hannah, texted us the night before and said we had two guests. So I was then going to miss my flight, and I didn't want to um, be difficult the second podcast. So mm -hmm. I canceled my flight, and I bailed on my uh. little sister. She was going to tour colleges, which she actually <laughs> I feel so bad. You did all that for this podcast? Come on. I did you all of to, it. You need to look out for number one first and foremost. I think. Um, but... Bella's very mad at me. And she I thought she was touring Boulder, but she toured Colorado Springs and she loved it. No, she toured Colorado State. Colorado I don't know. 
I thought it was. Do you know Colorado what town Springs. she was in? I'm like 98 percent sure it was Fort Collins, Colorado. Actually, State. maybe she was in Fort Collins. Okay, never mind. Because <laughs> first of all, she would never love Colorado Springs, and B, I'm like definitely I've heard your grandfather say Colorado State, which is a great school. That's where Jackson went to college was Colorado State. So there's so many Colorado states, Colorado universities. But yeah, so um, <laughs> instead of going to Denver, I, what? Yeah, there's one Colorado State, but yeah, okay, sorry, continue. Are there not like CSU Boulder, CSU Colorado Springs, CU? No, they're not. But it's okay. okay. We don't need you. We're not quizzing you on the Colorado schools right now. Anyways, um, I stayed at home and I needed it because I went to the Super Bowl. And then the next day I was supposed to leave for Denver. And I just got to rest and chill. And it was great. Mm, that's nice. And you had yeah, fun at the Super it. Bowl. That's that's good. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you had fun. And then now you're in Los Angeles. What are you doing in Los Angeles? Why are you there? Um, it's Wednesday. Friends. You're never there in Los Angeles on a Wednesday. You're in LA on Thursdays. Yeah, but I'm here you to your see workout. friends. Yeah, okay. just to work out. The workouts are so much better here. Oh, yeah. I saw you doing out. some sweet. Um, I saw you doing some sweet. What was that stuff called? Pilates? Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. With the reformer? I, yeah, it was so hard, but but good. But and then tonight, good. <laughs> but good. Tonight but, I'm seeing but, Susie good. Evans. Oh, nice. What are you guys going to do? Get dinner at Elefante. Um, she just moved here, so I haven't seen her since we saw her like a year ago. Oh, we got a local Susie LA girl now. Yeah, local Sus. Actually, Suze, I'm really embarrassed about this. I texted her and was like, do you want to get dinner on Tuesday? And I thought I said Wednesday, so she showed up last oh. night. I've, my brain oh. has been so messed up oh, lately. Oh, <laughs> no. You stood her up for your friend date? But but she's like, I live five minutes away. Oh, my gosh. I would never forgive you if I were her, but good for her for giving you a second chance. Yeah. Um, well, that's fun. Uh, that'll be good for both of you guys, I think. Good timing for us to leave our apartment in LA, too. Yeah. 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 Um. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you about Antarctica now. So, uh, sorry, I just was... wanted to give you guys a, like a, I wanted to get an inside look of what a phone call conversation would look like between Dean. It's kind and of Kayla. what it feels like. I feel like this. That's like, exactly this is what it's like from a listener's perspective. <laughs> like just trying to talk to her too. I liked it. You know, everybody um, always asks like what people's relationships are like. That was exactly what a phone call sounds like between a. Well, I would say boyfriend girlfriend, but now fiancés. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Hey, I was looking through the Instagram page of our new Instagram account and I was getting some feedback from the from the commenters on that Instagram page. And I I agree. I do think our title is a bit of a mouthful. One of the, one person said just call it help I suck at marriage or something cuz help I suck at being a newlywed feels like a lot to say. I was thinking and that I know too. it's too late for us to change. I know it might be too late for us to change it, but it does feel like we're trying to do too much. I was thinking that, about help we suck at relationships. You know, kind of encompass all Everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. I did like our pictures though. Our pictures turned out pretty nice. I know. They're so sweet. Totes adorbs. Which is rare for rare for me to think because I always hate the way I look in every photo. So that's not yeah, true. I'm shocked. It was funny oh, though. Oh, he does. I, I well, I believe it. Like, but Dean, you've said this before where you say you'll look at old pictures of yourself and you're like, oh my God, I used to be so good looking. But at the time, you would mm-hmm. say, oh, I'm hideous. Like, no matter if you're yeah. in the moment, no matter what the picture is, you always think you look hideous. But then fast forward five years, if you were looking back on that picture, you'd be like, oh, shit, I look pretty good. So five years from now, Dean, well, I f- I'm sure you're going to look back at those pictures and say, damn, I look pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I'm just sliding off the scale pretty quickly <laughs> into the, the pit of 
never being happy to look good in a photo again. Um, I don't know. And look at me right now. I've got this. This is this is. Everyone always makes fun of me because I can't grow facial hair. This is I haven't shaved in three weeks, and this is what I look like. I was going to see you how long so I could cute. go. Oh, I do. Thank wow. you so much. That's and... how you know you found the one right there, where you just <laughs> haven't shaved. You look so disheveled. You probably stink. Poor she's like, fell, you look so fell in love with cute. like a clean cut I guy did not. with muscles. <clears throat> and now you've got this freaking ugly sack of bones that's oh my God. overweight. You're still the most handsome guy I've ever met. Also, you had a mustache when we met. You were not this yeah. clean. Yeah, but but you you fell in love with me before that. You fell in love with me when I was on the Bachelorette. True. True. And that's that was that was peak Dean in terms of uh, physical appearance. I disagree. But I, I disagree think you as just well. Getting hotter. Uh, uh, you think I'm hotter, Jared? Uh, uh, oh, <laughs> I was not. No, unfortunately not. But I do think peak Dean was uh, long hair. Uh, clean. When when Beach, I always say this, when you walk down the stairs to get your woman, yeah. uh, I was like, that's. That's peak Dean right there. That's funny because I remember walking down there wearing those clothes and I was like, oh, I feel so fat in these clothes. <laughs> I felt like I was so out of shape. <laughs> and now I'm like, I would kill to have that body again. Uh, I'd kill to <laughs> we, have that body a couple years ago too. We just did this cruise. It's a cruise. We were on a boat for 11 days getting to Antarctica. And Kaylin, you were on the Galapagos boat and we were like, by the end of that trip, we were like, gosh, get me off this freaking boat, man. 11 days on a boat is like psychological warfare i feel like because you have like you can only leave the boat for two hours twice a day so two hours in the morning two hours at night essentially um which is nice but then after that you're like confined just on the boat and you're always seeing the same people and you're just doing the same thing over and over again and there's no cell reception so you're like kind of confined even smaller into your little groups and it was a lot of fun but it was a lot to deal with and there's like no gym on the boat so i was eating breakfast lunch and dinner dessert three times. I was having dessert after breakfast every day mm. and there was nothing I could do about it. I was just eating everything <laughs> in my way and I would like, I wasn't planning on drinking, but I had like three beers every single night. I swear I gained 15 pounds over the past two weeks. Ah, you'll lose it in no time. What did you, you left the boat two hours per day. Did you guys dock two times a day? Yeah, we would take these little Zodiac boats out <clears throat> to the land and just like walk around and hang out with penguins and seals and stuff. And then we would take the boats out in the afternoon. And depending on the location and the weather, we would either like take the Zodiacs around the icebergs, hang out with the whales, or go back and find another piece of land that we could go to. It was a pretty cool experience. I, If you're thinking about going to Antarctica, uh, anyone out there that's listening to this, I would recommend it if you get it for the right price and you understand that you are going to be trapped on a boat for two weeks. It's not something I will ever do again, I don't think, unless I was going down to climb like a mountain down there, which would be really sick. But um, that would be, a, that's a whole other thing, obviously. It was a cool experience. I've been to all seven continents now. I can cross that off my bucket list. And um, now that that's chapter's closed, I can be happily never revisit it, I think. So is it two weeks? It's a week there and a week back? It's, uh, well, it's three days to get there. So three days on the boat just to get there. Uh-huh. And then... Six days there, and then three days to get back. Got it. So, so 12 days. And what'd you do um, when you got to Antarctica? That's what I'm saying. You go off the boat and you like go on land and hang out with the penguins and seals and whales and stuff. Oh, that's so, okay. I'm getting confused here. So your three days travel to Antarctica, you are, there is no yeah. stops. You are just cruising. Oh, no. You're just going. Going. So once you're there in Antarctica, that's when, so you're still living on the boat. 
Yeah, that's. I think that's what most people don't don't get right away is you sleep on the boat every night. You're not really. There's nowhere to to sleep on the land. You, there was one night that people camped, and I'm so mad they didn't let me camp. Um, but there's not like why hotel did they or not on the let land. you camp? Because I guess you're supposed to like sign up for it in advance or something stupid like that. Which who knew? I didn't know that. Yeah, you I also had all my own camping gear. I was like, let me. I was like, I don't even need your equipment. I have all of my own stuff, and it's better than all your crap, anyways. <laughs> they're like, no, sorry, there's only certain amount of people let allowed on land. Well, like, oh, the, the voice you made, it, it sounded like an intimidating man telling you no, so I would have just listened to him as well. <laughs> no, there was a woman that said that. That's exactly how oh, she, wow. she sounded, too. <laughs> Wait, did any of the photographers sleep there? No, none of us, none of them did either. It was kind of yeah. silly, kind of stunk, but um, they also, there's a lot less snow in Antarctica than you would think. I was expecting every bit of land to be covered in snow or ice or something like that. And it felt like we were just like in Seattle, like the coast of Pacific Northwest in the middle of the winter. You know, like there was a lot more dirt and sand than you would really expect to see in Antarctica of all places. Is that global warming or is that just because it's summer there? I mean, it's probably a combination of both. So Hmm. I guess if we come back in the winter, it might, might be a little different. But there was like a lot of ice in the water and the ship captain has to navigate the ice. And I would imagine in the winter that ocean is a lot more frozen over so you'd have to like break a lot more ice which would be challenging i think but the three days sorry i just want to talk about this real quick so the three days to get there you cross through the drake passage is what they call it and it's the most hectic ocean currents in the world i think something like that Yeah. when i didn't hear for you from you for three days i started to think about the guy from the galapagos talking about rogue waves and i was yeah like, yeah I mean, rogue waves are always, I think, uh, something you might encounter, but it's these aren't rogue waves. It's just like every wave is 10 feet tall, and so you're just sloshing around like a, like a bowl of soup, and uh, it gets really crazy for a while. So for 48 straight hours, you're literally just rocking like, a, like nonstop, just over and back and forth, and you're trying to walk to dinner, and you fall over, did and you you're sick? trying to sleep at night. I did not get sick, thankfully, because uh, I didn't drink that much. And I don't know, I guess I just didn't get motion sickness for some reason. But uh, at night, you're like bouncing out of your bed because the waves are so big. There were so many times where I woke up and I was fully expecting water to start rushing in under the door because I thought we were crashing and sinking and going under. Um, And it's crazy just to like be in a perpetual state of not being able to like anchor down and be normal. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining Dawson's tushy now, and it makes me smile. Now, Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies' curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now. We got you, baby. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. 
Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. Don't let a cold sore ruin your plans. Stop it before it even starts with Azurex, your secret weapon against cold sores, fever blisters, and outbreaks caused by the herpes virus. Azurex is a 100% all-natural homeopathic treatment designed to stop outbreaks at the first sign or heal them quickly. Just apply it topically when you feel that first tingle of an onset. And if you miss the first sign, Azurex will still soothe the discomfort and help you heal faster. Order yours today. Because let's get real, no one has time for cold sores, especially when you're juggling weddings, holiday events, and work functions. Cold sores always pop up at the worst time because they are often caused by stress. Use code HELP to save 20% on your Azurex order today at Azurex.com. A-Z-Z-U-R-X.com. That's A-Z-Z-U-R-X.com. Stop a cold sore in its tracks. Heal faster and reclaim your confidence Love it or your money back guaranteed. Wait, one more question. Um, I thought I read that you get like strapped into your bed. Like there's straps. Did you not have that? Like a seatbelt? <laughs> like a like a straight jacket in your bed? Yeah. No, like like the chairs, there's everything strapped down. Uh, I saw that on TikTok. Yeah, because you're like a bowl um, of soup in there, you know? You gotta strap that <laughs> stuff yeah, down. Like a bowl. Exactly, just like a bowl of soup. Try putting a seatbelt on a bowl of soup, but you can't. Um, <laughs> no, we didn't. We didn't have those in our bed or on the seats. Um, but it was funny. I mean, like you're at dinner and you're sitting in your chair, and the chair is like sliding back and forth on the floor in the dining room. Um, it was it was pretty crazy. And yeah, you, and I was telling Kaylin this, and you oh, paid sorry, to do this, correct? Yeah, you weren't forced, yeah. huh? <laughs> yeah. So this is not yeah. some sort of torture you had to go through. You. Voluntarily gave money to have this $10,000. Oh my yeah. God. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying I would never go back. I would never Wait. ever have the, the urge to go back. And $10,000, but there's like more luxury. You don't have like a luxurious boat, right? Like there's these crazy expeditions that people go on that they probably spend even more on, right? And how would it be we much the, nicer? We had the perfect boat. We had 100 people on our boat. Um, the bigger boats, like the cruise liners that have like a thousand people, that's just like not the way to do Antarctica. You gotta you gotta rough it a little bit, you know. If you're going to Antarctica, keep it a little bit rough. Um, and also, you're only allowed to let so many people, so many passengers land per day. And so our boat was small enough to where every passenger could land every day. But those big boats, you have to like go through cycles and rotations to oh, let everyone suck. land. Yeah, but those big ones, yeah, they've got like you know water parks and hot tubs and stuff. Ours was like a very practical. No space wasted, like everything is for the mission kind of thing, which is cool. Um, and it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't like a comfort thing, but it was still pretty nice as far as boats go, I think. So are there inhabitants, like are people living there permanently in Antarctica? I'm trying to look this up and it, it it's not giving me that much uh, explanation. Here. Yeah, I, I think the only people that live in Antarctica are researchers uh, from their respective countries, like Argentina or... New Zealand or Chile or stuff like that. So I think the only people that live there are researchers. Like there are no indigenous people of Antarctica, you know? But what's interesting actually, what I learned on the boat 
was that uh, 160 to 100 million years ago, which really is not that long ago, uh, Antarctica was uh, yeah, it was like last was like week. a green one like a green wonderland with like beautiful trees and grass and vegetation. Uh, and there was a lot of dinosaurs that lived out there, and dinosaurs obviously are reptiles, so reptiles need warm weather. It was like it was like so much warmer and so much nicer sixty million years ago. That's not that long ago, you guys. Think about sixty million years. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's a long time. Very about. long time. Uh, and then what happened? I don't know exactly how it shifted or what happened, but I do think that Antarctica eventually broke off Pangaea, which is the supercontinent that used to be that is no longer, and um, something maybe with the rotation of the Earth. That the weather system changed somehow. I'm not a scientist, huh. so I don't really know exactly what it is. <laughs> Love your but it is weird. It is weird to think. Obviously, the humans weren't involved in that changing process, and it changed anyways. And now here we are, warming the and earth. Now it's going back, back to maybe how it used to be. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Antarctica is finally is like finally. I want some warm weather down here. Yeah. <laughs> it's been so long. It's been sixty million years. <laughs> I haven't seen the sun in sixty million years. Are you kidding me? Wait, did uh, the sun come out? Last question, oh yeah, it was sunny sorry. every day. But I'm saying like oh. you know the ground. No, the I ground hasn't I, seen the sun because there's ice on the ground. And then of course, of course. Yeah. So yeah, so that's Antarctica. Um, thanks for thanks for hosting last week's episode. I was actually really bummed I couldn't be here for last week's episode because the guests seemed really great. And it, who misses the second episode of a new podcast as a co-host? That's just really <laughs> embarrassing of me to do. So I'm glad that Kaylin at least was able to power through for the Bell family over here. Well, I did talk about something. Um, I thought I could have sworn I talked. You, we talked about this on a podcast together um, about okay. your snip snap. Yes, you've never talked about mm-hmm. that. My snip snap. Yeah, I thought I've talked about it before to our friends, and you're like, "Don't talk about that." No, I don't care. But we have a doctor talking about your snip snap today. Yeah, we got to get more oh, info about this stuff. Wait, I knew we had a doctor. I didn't know that it was a snip snap doctor. Yeah. Oh shit. Well, that's cool. What did you talk? What did you talk about? So I don't overshare anything and get in trouble. No, you can share anything you want. I don't care. But I, I then I was like, shoot, should I not have shared that? I just said uh, instead of me taking birth control, you want to. Yeah. Um, I don't think snip. it's fair of, of. I don't think it's fair of me to expect you to take birth control. It's so messed up. You have a hormonal reaction to taking birth control, and I'm just like, take it. That way I can <laughs> shove it down her throat. That way I don't have to use protection. Take it. That's messed up. That's so messed up. Yeah. It's different because most women are just have been on birth control, but it's different with you, Kaylin, obviously, because you haven't. So yeah, there's a decision but to be made. I'm excited for this guest, not that he's on now, but soon, because he's gonna answer all the questions that we have about it. Yeah. Uh, do you have questions pre written out? Yep. Do you? Nice. I don't have. I don't have any. I, I, I'm more of like an off the cuff kind of guy. Um, yeah. But Jared, do you want to get into some hot headlines, some hot topic headlines before we bring our guest in? Yeah, of course. I mean, there's uh, nothing hotter than discussing hot topics after talking about Dean's vasectomy. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, do you want to talk about Dawson's poop some more or something? Dude, I would love to. That my life is surrounded <laughs> by Dawson's poop. Uh, we do have a couple hot topics. One involving Kristen Cavalieri, who's been. Uh, you know, uh, rumored to be dating within Bachelor Nation. I remember on New Year's Eve, she was seen out with Tyler Cameron, Tyler C. There's a guy that should be the Bachelor right there. Don't we all agree? Don't you think that Tyler C. should have been the Bachelor? What the hell happened? How is that not like the easiest decision to be made? Did he want too much money? I want to know more about this. 
<laughs> Don't you guys? Like, how did that guy not become The Bachelor? He's like the most famous guy in Bachelor Nation. He just never became The Bachelor. I bet you what happened is what you said. He probably asked for too much money, and I bet you the producers were probably like, yeah, we want you to be The Bachelor, but we don't like care enough to pay you some insane amount of money, you know? Like, we can find a successful Bachelor for way cheaper. Well, That's what I assume happened, at least. Maybe. But anyway, it's not about Tyler C. It's about Kristen Cavalier. She's revealed that she's been approached by a lot of married men after the Jay Cutler divorce, and she breaks down why she's not ready for a relationship. She's uh, living the single life. She opened up uh, recently uh, in an article about the reality of dating, and she revealed why she isn't in a rush to be in a relationship. So apparently she's not in a relationship with Tyler Cameron. Um <laughs> She recalled getting approached by a lot of married men since her divorce from Jay Cutler. Hmm. Clearly, I'm not ready for a relationship because I'm attracting all of these unavailable men, she talked about. Um, after she broke up with the former NFL star, Kristen, Kristen Cavalieri, she joked um, about addressing her history with athletes. Quote, I've gotten a lot of 29-year-olds. I've dated a lot of kids in their 20s, and I'm like, this is silly. I need someone who's established. She talked about after dating younger men and she expressed interest in starting a family, adding, I'm not going to have more kids. It would be so hard for me. Oh, the younger guys talk about starting a family with her. Then she says, mm. I'm not going to have any more kids. It would be so hard for me to go back and have another one because my baby is seven and I can't imagine going back and do it all over again. So unless I'm at the love of my freaking life and he wanted one and didn't have maybe, but I, most likely I'm not having kids. So she talks about that. That is uh, interesting because I talked to Tanner and Jade about having uh, another kid and they're, uh, you know, they have three kids and they, their youngest is almost two. Reed is almost two now. And Jade was talking about last week how she wants a fourth kid, but Tanner was like, we're almost out of it. You know, it feels like we're mm. almost out of that stage because there is that baby stage, right? Where it's just like your life is consumed by this infant and once they start becoming more mm -hmm. independent you can start living your life again so i can relate to christine christine cavalier because once your kid's like seven it must be tough to go back and be like okay we're gonna do this all over again which is why ashley and i have talked about we're definitely gonna have another kid and i think we're gonna start trying pretty soon because dawson's already a year so even if ashley got pregnant pretty soon you know dawson would be almost two years older than his sibling so I don't know. Yeah, but what I think what you might be missing out on though is like Kristen in Kristen's case, and then probably in Jade's case too. If they have another kid, the oldest kid kind of becomes like a like a au pair in a sense, you know, like a live-in nanny that you can just hire to take mm, care of the little baby. That is nice. Which I think would kind of be a nice nice thing for the parents, you know? Uh yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, it's not like I feel bad. I'm always bitching, complaining about being a parent. Dawson's the best. I love him so much. But it definitely like it's it's jarring to say the least. But anyway, so Christine Cavalier, uh, Kristen, I always say Christina. What the hell? Kristen Cavalieri. I'm curious. Why are these married men approaching her wanting to date her? Dude, I don't I don't I don't get it. Like. How are these guys just like stupid i'm sorry i know i shouldn't swear but sometimes the potty mouth just comes out of me like what do you think's gonna happen i don't know but i wonder if these are just like random guys sliding into her dms that like were fans of hers years ago on the hills or um laguna beach or if they're like actually in the public eye you know it feels like i would imagine that they're in the public eye because 
She says that she's attracting all these unavailable men. How does she know that they're unavailable? You know, I, mm. I, I mean, these say it's like just some rando DMing her. I'm, I doubt she's like going through this guy's profile. Yeah. Maybe she is. Maybe she's clicking on him and seeing like, oh, that guy's married. He's flirting me. What an asshole. But my, my mind immediately went to someone that we know or someone that's in the public eye somehow reaching out and saying, hey, I've always had a thing for you. Like, I'm, I'm ready to dump my wife and let's get this thing going. Let's get this thing started. Caitlin, what are your thoughts on Kristen Cavalier just as a, as a person? Oh, I love her. I you do? I never watched Laguna Beach or The Hills, so I didn't, I, I don't know like the villain backstory, but I met her at an event. She was friendly. She's professional. She's she's like an awesome businesswoman, a mom. Mm. I think she's great. That's cool. Yeah, I don't know much about her. I guess it was a little before your time, those, those shows. That was like yeah. maybe one of the OG reality TV shows. I know my mom was strict. She wouldn't let me watch any of those shows, so I never did. Oh. That's a shame. I never watched any of those reality shows. The only reality show I ever watched was Jersey Shore. But I felt like, I don't know, I think I might, the problem is I don't watch TV. But if I did watch TV, I would want to revisit those shows because I feel like it would bring out so much nostalgia and just, it would make mm. me feel better about the world. Like no matter what I'm worried we were just about, talking, it's all going to work out. We were just talking the other day about, um, do you remember the show? It was like Date My Mom or Next on MTV. I remember Next. I'm, oh, I do remember Date My Mom. Or Room Raiders. Room Raiders. I kind of remember Room Raiders. What was the one I where they had to, the um, they like the parents had to pick. Was that Room Raiders? It was Date like, My Mom. Is that Date My Mom? Yeah, you go on a date with the person's mom and then you, you decide whether you want to date the kid. Oh, parental, parental control. control. Maybe that's what it is. Parental yeah, yeah, control. Yeah. Yes, that's what I was thinking of. And then of. you decide if you, if you want to date the kid based on your date with the mom or dad, I guess. Parental control. Yeah, that sounds about right. I remember next. Um, what next that, was good? That I was worked the with van, a girl, right? or like the bus. People would go on the yeah. bus and then they'd pick out next. Dude, dude, it's funny to watch the clips back because when you were a kid, watch when I was a kid watching that, I was like, man, this show is hilarious. How are these guys all so witty and make these weird, funny phrases sound so eloquent? And then you watch it now as an adult, and you're like, everything that they've said has been scripted, like in the most insane way. That's so obvious. How did I not know that when I was watching that when I was 13 years old, you know? Oh, dude, I think the same thing. When I watched those shows, like when I was a kid and if I saw glimpses of those shows, I'm like, these guys are so cool. Like, God, I just yeah. want to be like them when I grow up. And then you watch the show back now and you're like, whoo, man, that guy oh, yeah. sucks. It's cringy. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, that's, yeah, I don't know. I, I wonder if people are going to say that about us when they watch. Dude, they've actually, already you know, said that about us. Just go on your Twitter feed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. I don't really go on Twitter anymore, but um, yeah, what else do we want to talk about? Anything else important pressing, Jared, that you just have to get off your chest? Oh, there's this other article, but I don't know. Uh, Kaylin, I feel like, are you, would you consider yourself a uh, pop culture uh, aficionado? Somewhat. I listen to a pop culture podcast, so I learn everything that I know from them. What pop culture podcast? Is it called Help I Suck at Being a Newlywed? No, yeah, yeah. let's not Are plug it someone else's podcast. No, who cares? We can no, like, plug we it. Maybe we'll get a, it. No, it's Maybe actually cross pollination here. I listen to it every day when I work out. It's called The Toast. They're hilarious. Oh, yeah, I know The Toast. Yeah. Yeah, The Toast is great. Ashley listens to The Toast. Yeah, they're awesome. They're so funny. It must be like more for women, I would say, because. I've tried listening and it just doesn't um, spark my interest <laughs> yeah. very much. Yeah, but also you are the complete opposite of the people they're trying to get to listen to that podcast. 
Exactly. It's fair. But I'll no, you did listen. You tuned in when they were talking about Entourage. Oh, Entourage. Remember her her takes on Entourage? She was like, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty the funny. Lead guy. Yeah. Yeah. He, she was like, Vinny Wait. turns into such a douche. The main character is drama. <laughs> He's the best. He's so fun to root for. I was like, yeah. this, this, I could listen to hours of this. I do listen to hours of it. Actually. Drama was your favorite Victory. character on the show? I liked all the characters. I, I listened to their podcast. I'll plug their podcast real quick. Victory of the Podcast by Kevin Dillon and Kevin Connolly and Doug Ellen. Um, I listen to that podcast a lot. And Kaylin hates when I listen to that one, just like I hate when she listens to the toast. So we have to listen to them separately, which is kind Sometimes of a bummer on a long together. car ride. Yeah. Yeah. Jared, plug a podcast quick. We got two minutes. Well, I just listened to local sports talk. So Felger and Maz on 98.5, the sports hub. Yeah. Listen to them all the time. Thank you. You listen to radio stations? Yeah. You listen bro. on the radio? Dude, I listen to FM, bro. I'm an OG. I'm an OG guy. Do you listen to the Kelsey podcast? The Kelsey oh. brothers? No. Oh, oh, I've listened to snippets I was, of it. Dude, I, Kaylin, I was like, oh no. Am I, am I going to sound like an asshole right now? Is, is Kelsey like, some sort of Kelsey? Bachelor Nation member that like, <laughs> I'm going to be like, who? Uh, oh, Travis Kelsey. I no, I can't stand Travis Kelsey. No. <laughs> Dang. Listen, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but I'm talking as a sports fan. You know what I mean? There's a difference between oh. hate and there's a difference between hate and sports hate. And I sports hate yeah. Travis Kelsey. Like after sure. where he was like, oh, tell the mayor of Cincinnati, know your role and shut your mouth, Jabroni. And it's like, he's going on the podium being like, nobody believed in us. And it's like, dude. Everybody believed in you guys. Everybody yeah. thought you were hey, going to probably be in the Super Bowl. I just realized I haven't um, heard anything about the Super Bowl. I think the Chiefs won. You think? <laughs> God, I'm like you. pretty sure. The Chiefs won. It was actually such a good game. It was so entertaining. And I was cheering on the Chiefs because Deirdre is obviously, my grandma is a huge Chiefs fan. Aww, and she was losing yeah. her mind because Chris Stapleton opened, her favorite singer. Wow. And then the Chiefs won. And then we went to a tailgate. And Cheryl Crow performed, and she was incredible. You were at a tailgate after the game? That's not really how tailgates work. No, I said work. before before the game. Oh. Yeah. And wait, Deirdre was there with you? No, she was just texting me. <laughs> oh. But yeah, that's so interesting. I just realized that I've, I have not even, because I, I left basically the day the Super Bowl was on, and you don't get internet on the boat unless you pay insane amounts of money for it. And so I just haven't really heard anything about the Super Bowl. But I did get an update that the Chiefs won last second on a field goal. But I never confirmed it, and it sounds like that's the case. So it is the case on a very controversial holding call. It was interesting to say the least. But I'm happy. Scripted, man. Scripted. Scripted. All right. Well, yeah, we are we are going to take a quick break because our um, snip snap doctor is in the waiting room, and she is going to be joining us right after these messages. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining... Dawson's tushy now and it makes me smile now Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies curves and helps provide up to 12 hour protection against leaks so make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now we got you baby 
At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. Don't let a cold sore ruin your plans. Stop it before it even starts with Azurex, your secret weapon against cold sores, fever blisters and outbreaks caused by the herpes virus. Azurex is a 100 percent all natural homeopathic treatment designed to stop outbreaks at the first sign or heal them quickly. Just apply it topically when you feel that first tingle of an onset. And if you miss the first sign, Azurex will still soothe the discomfort and help you heal faster. Order yours today, because let's get real. No one has time for cold sores, especially when you're juggling weddings, holiday events, and work functions. Cold sores always pop up at the worst time because they are often caused by stress. Use code HELP to save 20% on your Azurex order today at Azurex.com. A-Z-Z-U-R-X.com. That's A-Z-Z-U-R-X dot com. Stop a cold sore in its tracks. Heal faster and reclaim your confidence. Love it or your money back guaranteed. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to Help (laughs) I Suck at Being a Newlywed. I'll step in for you. Dude, for a second there, I was like, all right, new podcast. Then I'm like, wait a minute. We're just back from a break. That's it. I'll let you keep going then because you seem like you found your stride here. I never find my stride. We have a very special guest, uh, as we've been saying, <laughs> the Snip Knock Doctor. I'm just kidding. Dr. Jeanette uh, Neshwat. I said that properly, right? That's perfect. Oh, Neshwat. good. I'm so bad with names, and I literally <laughs> just asked you off air how you pronounce it, and I still second-guess myself. So, no. doctor, thank you so much for uh, coming on the podcast uh, we know that you are a top family and emergency medicine doctor. You have an incredible background. You know a lot about medicine. And we've been talking the past couple of weeks because our two newlyweds here, Dean and Kaylin, uh, have been discussing Dean possibly getting a vasectomy. And we have some questions for mm. you. They have some questions for you specifically. So <laughs> how about this? So, doctor, if you can just briefly tell us what the overall procedure of getting a vasectomy is like? Okay, so, I mean, it's an outpatient procedure, meaning you go in and out and you get, you get it done in, in the same day. Um, you get some local numbing. And they call it a vasectomy because it's the vas deferens tube that you're snipping, that you're cutting. And, and what that tube does, that carries the sperm that um, uh, becomes part of the... <laughs> I don't know how detailed you want me to get, but it oh, becomes part. Oh, get of- detailed. You're fine. Okay, so that uh, the 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 vas deferens tube is what carries the sperm um, that uh, enters the ejaculate that you know fertilizes um, the ovaries, the eggs, and that's how you become pregnant with with a woman. So you cut that off, and that therefore you cannot get a woman pregnant. But that is not a hundred percent. It's about ninety five percent. The only you know thing that's uh, more effective is is abstinence, but um, it's not something that I would recommend as your first choice for birth control. Um, 
believe it or not, there's a birth control for men that's under investigation right now. It's an actual an oral non-hormonal pill. But um, I think that you have to keep in mind that if you do that, there is a chance that it's not reversible. And are you willing to take that chance? And if you're willing to take that chance, I would at least recommend freeze your sperm just in case anything happens, you know, freeze a few vials if that's something you really, really want to do. The other alternative I would consider is it's very easy for a female to get what's called uh, an IUD. Um, they last about five years, and that's a good form of contraception as well. Um, I'm not saying that we should put all the onus on the female, but it's very easy. We have so many options, so many more options than men. I certainly would not go undergo any surgical interventions for, for birth control um, if I still want to have kids one day, meaning I wouldn't go and have my tubes tied and then think, okay, I'll go back and, and get it reversed later. So I think that's very kind and considerate for Dean to want to do that. So maybe his wife does not have to go on birth control or um, have an IUD, but it's, I think it's easier for us women to take on that burden than for a man. And the other alternative is, you know, of course, using condoms, but you know, you don't, that's not really expected in someone who's in a monogamous relationship. Uh, but there's other, you know, forms of birth control, but not as effective. I do have a question. You said numbing cream. So are, are the patients not put under? No, a uh, local local numbing, not numbing cream. I mean, they could use some um, uh, local topical anesthetic at the site of, of injection, but usually we'd use this local. Like when you go to the dentist and you oh have some, mm-hmm. yeah. But no, you you shouldn't be put under. Some people want to be sedated, but um, yeah, knock was me this the a, hell out. Was this a, was this a joke? Was, was this a joke, or are you really serious about doing this? Well, I'm serious about it, but I, let me ask you a question. You said when you when you cut off the penis. Do I get a do I get like a fake penis that I put on after that or is it No you you're snipping you're snipping a a, a duct the uh, a tube internally Oh um, so yeah, not my whole yeah. penis Right right you still get to keep that little part that's left Yes um, oh, a little It's no. it's tied it's tied at, at the at they they snip uh-huh. it they tie it but you know there's always concern for collateral growth you know just like I've had some patients who've had heart uh, heart testing and the, the heart, the cardiologist says, I can't believe you haven't had a heart attack already. It's because even though the main coronary to the heart is clogged, that's the blood vessel that provides mm. blood flow to the heart. It's clogged, but the body was able to create collateral blood vessels to the heart. The same thing could potentially happen. That's why it's not a hundred percent effective. Mm. Number one. And number two, it's not a hundred percent reversible. So yeah. if, if I were in your shoes, I, I wouldn't I would not recommend it. If you were my, you my brother, I would say, no, let's not do that. I did have a traumatic incident when I was a child and I got a lot of um, stitches on my scrotum. So I wonder if that would affect anything as well. That's a good question. Um, if you if it was just a, a laceration, it, it shouldn't. Big old um, laceration. It was. a. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. What did you um, do? I told you the story before. I, I don't remember. I, Tell it again. Uh. <laughs> I mean, have you, you know, you know, not to, not to be na- negative, Nancy, but have you even had your sperm uh, evaluated? Because yeah. is Th- it thank you, good thank quality? You for asking because I have, I was, I was worried that I was sterile. Worried, I guess, more curious, more than anything. So I got tested, and they said my swimmers are fine. Which I don't know. I don't know if it was a reputable sperm bank that I was that was testing my sperm, but yeah, they, I might need they, to get it retested. Yeah, you sh- you. Sh- that's something you could do, especially if you're thinking about having children. Another thing you could do, how old are you? How old are you guys? 31. So you're, 27. You're pretty, 
you're pretty young. I mean, if also it's something to just consider if you don't want to have kids right now, but maybe in the future you do make embryos, go ahead and, and mm. get your, get, get some of your follicles out while you're young and healthy, go ahead and make embryos and freeze your embryos and, and you're all set. So you're, uh, you're pretty anti then, getting me. You're pretty anti using a vasectomy as a main form of birth control. I At least, like, if, if if there are kids later on, potentially in the future, you're saying. I, I think that's excessive right now. I would say if you definitely want to have kids, when do you want to have kids? Do you know that? Have you had that discussion? Once I figure my life out, which is open to interpretation. How many years? About five. Maybe more. Okay. So, and do keep in mind, women are having babies in their 40s, but the risk of Down syndrome and chromosomal abnormalities um, uh, and, uh, and you know, birth defects begin usually around age 34, 80, 35. So keep that in mind. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't have still continue to have babies, even ba beautiful babies with Down syndrome all the time. But just you want to keep that in mind. Naturally, as we age, there are more chromosomal abnormalities um, with our with our uh, follicles, with our eggs. Mm. So um, that's I just think it it's the, it's like the extreme for you to go straight to a vasectomy. Have you ever considered an IUD? Have you ever taken um, birth control? And how did you do on that? Yeah, I just got off birth control. It was making me a little crazy. And I've heard um, yeah. horror stories from IUDs. So I stopped nodding. Well, so what? So now there are different types of IUDs. There are um, non-hormonal IUDs. So the ones with the hormones, yeah, can be problematic, but... Also, there's so many different types. Just if, just because one didn't work for you doesn't mean there's another one that would work. Um, but if you're, you know, if you have an anaphylactic reaction to birth control and it's absolutely, you know, out of the question, then you know, then I, I can understand why you guys are considering a vasectomy. But I would not just go straight to a vasectomy. If you're gonna do that, then I would freeze your sperm and freeze a few vials consider freezing some uh, uh, some embryos as well and just have that backup insurance just in case. But I would say um, explore other options before you go to um, a, a uh, you know a surgical intervention. I don't know of any one that would recommend doing that before having children. It's usually something mm. that's done after you're having children. Well, maybe why don't you just start having children right now? Oh, What's the yeah, <laughs> come on, guys. Join the club. It's fun, I tell you. I will be your <laughs> godmother. Need, <laughs> Need more money first. Why do you, you Why do you think it is that there are so much more resources, or we've put so much more resources into, like, figuring out how to provide females with, like, this contraception instead of males? Like, why, why do you think they focus more on the females than the males? Is there, like, just easier or... Yeah, that's a that's a really good question. I just think historically, since we are the baby maker, the baby carriers, um, the hormones, there's more opportunity, whether it's from, you know, using, uh, you know, something that stops your ovaries from uh, from from you ovulating. There's just so many opportunities versus with a male. It's just, OK, we got to make sure the sperm, uh, you know, mm. doesn't get to to the egg to to fertilize and create that that embryo. But that's a that's a really good a really good question. But again, there are there is a male contraception um, that's being studied right now. And I could try to find the name of it for you. I don't remember the name, but it is underway and um, it doesn't lower your testosterone. Um, 
and it's 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 being looked at. So maybe that's something for you uh, to consider. It's a new yeah. experimental approach to yeah, male. Yeah, Dean, you could be a lab rat for this thing. Come on now. Yeah. I'll jump into the clinical trials. Why not? Uh, it is quite funny when you think about the difference between providing contraception for a male and female. Like Teet said, it's been like for a female, you're like, well, you can you can take a pill. You can have like the, all this birth control options or we can surgically put in something inside of you to ensure that you don't get pregnant. And with a guy so far, it's been like, I don't know, just throw something rubber, <laughs> rubber over it and you'll be fine. OK, yeah. Yeah, so this 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 study is published in the journal Nature Communications, and it's looking at um, a medicine that immobilizes the sperm, so they can't swim and can't fertilize the egg. So that's something that is, um, and it's successful in mice. So that's something that is on mm. the horizon. Well, that's good. I do have a question. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on natural cycles or, or birth control, where you just track ovulation by your temperature? Well, not temperature alone. That might be a little bit tricky because what if you have a, a, a cold? What if you have a virus? What if you have strep throat? Um, but if you if you don't, then you have to be really strict with that. But yeah, some people do that, and that that works, especially if you're on a very regular cycle. Mm -hmm. If you're if you're on a very regular regular cycle, that's something that that you can do. But you have to really know your body. You have to re really know your body, and then some people. Um, uh, they try to use the what we call the pull-out method. That's you know. You have I was to have just control. about to say that. Yeah, is that scientifically proven? <laughs> this is the tried true pull-out method. How many trials yeah, have I we mean, done with the pull-out method? <laughs> not enough. Not enough. But um, a man that knows his body knows his. You know, uh, has control. That is, uh, some people use that method. Many are successful. Many are not. Because there are sperm in pre-ejaculate. Yeah, that's uh, the thing. Um, and so that's why you have to be aware of that. That's not, uh, I would, I don't recommend that as birth control. But hmm. uh, it's, I would, I would say try that first before going to a, to a vasectomy. But I, I understand if you can't tolerate birth control um, and, and, it, and you've tried everything, like really, truly have tried everything that I understand why now why you're considering a vasectomy. But that really, truly, I think, in my opinion, should be absolute last resort. And, and mm. I wouldn't even recommend it until you've had at least maybe two or three kids. Kaylin, what was some oh, of the wow. horror stories you've heard about IUDs? Um, just people passing out and pain. I guess those are the two biggest ones. Yeah, I've heard that too. So the, the number one, the pain. You mean pain when you have it inserted? Yes, that can be controlled. That's what you do. What you do is you tell your gut, your gynecologist, I want to be sedated because yeah. so many doctors just do procedures on us and think that we have no sensation down there. Of course we do. So the, the pain issue can easily be fixed. Number one, you ask for sedation and um, for pain control when you have it put in. But um as far as the the, the other uh, issue, you were, what was that other issue that you were worried about besides pain? The people passing, passing out, but out? I think that's from the pain or fear of it. I guess. Mm. Yeah, that 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 is an easy fix. And let me tell you, Caitlin, there are thousands, millions of of women throughout the world that do very well with IUDs. Have you ever tried it? No, I'm too scared. So. And so you're scared the, the, to overcome that fear is you have to ask questions. And you also have to understand if you don't like it, guess what? You go and get it taken out. 
you don't keep it, you have to keep it in, give it a try. But if you're, talk to your gynecologist, that's the thing. If you had this conversation with your gynecologist, there's so many options other than birth control, other than oral birth control, I meant. Every time I talk mm. to her about issues with low, low estrogen, she kind of like talks me out. Like, I love my gyno. This isn't me trying to yeah. say anything bad about her, but she talks me back into it. Do you know why it's called low, low estrogen? Because it's so natural. I, I've actually taken that before and I loved it. Um, but what? why did you want to come off of it? Um, it was just messing with my hormones. Is, did you, how long have you been on it? How long were you on it? Did you give it a chance, like three, four months? Yeah, I was on and off um, since college. Oh, okay. So you were on it for a while and you couldn't tolerate mm -hmm. it. Yeah, right. and, and in, in your situation, have, has your doctor talked to you about the, the implant? No, I sh it's probably a conversation I need to have with her eventually. Yeah, ask soon, about I the guess. ask about the implant, and don't forget it's you can try things, and if you don't like it, you stop it. That's the beauty of medicine. But I would consider trying the copper IUD, and I'm not selling anything. Um, but if I were going to try something, my go-to would be the the Lolo Estrin because I have experience with that. Also, the copper non-hormonal non-hormonal copper IUD. You should, you should look into that and give it a try. And remember, if you don't like it, it's okay. You take it out. It's, it's not like you're having, yeah. you know, breast implant surgery. It can easily be taken out in five minutes. Okay. Mm. Sounds like a painful five minutes. Looks like we got some research to do. <laughs> I do like the try to true pull out method, although that it, it just makes the best part of the experience a little less enjoyable, which is yes, sad. I agree. It is so crazy how women just have to you guys just got the the i shouldn't say the worst of it i don't know you kind of did it's like it's just like poor things like everything is so dependent on women just taking care of business you guys are well that's because women are powerful strong human beings and we can tolerate it you can tolerate um, but, you know. it there's so <laughs> many things that ashley has to go through and i'm like i just would not be able to handle this in any Anyway, so well the way God, the way God made us, men can do certain things that women can't do, and vice versa. So that's why human beings are beautiful species. That's why I love medicine. This is Incredible. fair, and I just had one question before you get going, Doctor, because yeah. as a, as a man, I am dumb. And you said <laughs> that you freeze embryos. Is freezing yeah. embryos different than freezing eggs? Yeah, that's a great question. And then apparently my wife is slapping her forehead thinking that I'm dumb, even though the doctor just said that's a great question. It is a great question because I shouldn't assume that everybody knows everything. So you need the, 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 the egg from the woman and the sperm from the man. Put it together. You create an embryo. embryo. That's what I was assuming. Yes. Now, when you just take the egg from the woman and you freeze it alone, that's one thing. But I would say um, do both if you have the means. Um, your insurance might cover a round or two of, of that fertility. But um, if you're truly thinking about a vasectomy, which I don't think is should be the immediate uh, plan of contraception right now, but if that's something that you really, really wanna do, I would definitely freeze your sperm, freeze a few vials of sperm and um, freeze some uh, from some embryos if, if you really are gonna do the, the vasectomy, which I'm leaning towards don't do. But if Caitlin, you cannot tolerate any form of uh, 
birth control, then yeah, you that's very kind and considerate of you, Dean, to even consider that for your wife. She must be an amazing person, Caitlin. Just trying to make sure she's happy, you know. Um, she yeah. did have to jump off, jump off. I think she had a, um, a meeting or something. But no um, but yeah, no, this has all been illuminating, Doctor. We appreciate you yeah, taking the time. Yeah, absolutely. To, Thank to, you guys yeah. for having me. And let me know if you have any questions. Seriously, if you have any questions or concerns, I'm always happy to help. I have gynecology friends that I could always reach out to as well. If you have any other specific detailed questions, I can get you a second opinion. Sweet. And God yeah, bless that was great. Hope. <laughs> Thank you. You too. Yeah. Hope, hopefully, um, you know, if anyone else has the same questions, they can just refer to this and get all that answered. But you were great. Thank you so much. We really appreciate Thank you taking very the time much, and spreading Dr. your knowledge. Thank you. My pleasure. Have a great day. God bless. Be safe. Thank you. you all right. Well. Bye bye. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining... Dawson's tushy now, and it makes me smile. Now, Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies' curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now. We got you, baby. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. Don't let a cold sore ruin your plans. Stop it before it even starts with Azurex, your secret weapon against cold sores, fever blisters, and outbreaks caused by the herpes virus. Azurex is a 100% all-natural homeopathic treatment designed to stop outbreaks at the first sign or heal them quickly. Just apply it topically when you feel that first tingle of an onset. And if you miss the first sign, Azurex will still soothe the discomfort and help you heal faster. Order yours today. Because let's get real, no one has time for cold sores, especially when you're juggling weddings, holiday events, and work functions. Cold sores always pop up at the worst time because they are often caused by stress. Use code HELP to save 20% on your Azurex order today at Azurex.com. A-Z-Z-U-R-X.com. That's A-Z-Z-U-R-X.com. Stop a cold sore in its tracks. Heal faster and reclaim your confidence Love it or your money back guaranteed. Well, so Kaylin did have to jump off um, there, which is, I guess, kind of good timing because she was having connectivity issues. Mm -hmm. So we can't decompress after that. So now it's back to help. We suck at dating, bro. Suck, 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 suck. It's all right. We got to come up with a new chant. Newlyweds, newlyweds, newlyweds. Does that work? No, Ashley's shaking her head. Marriage, we'll figure it out. Marriage. 
We'll figure it out. We can't we can't try to figure it out. It has to figure us out. You know, like it just has to happen naturally, organically. Yeah. Um but before we do that, I do want to extend maybe a request to you, the 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 dutiful listeners, fans of the show. Um, you guys are great and I love you so much. We are doing a, a Q&A episode next week and we want you guys to to throw some cues at us and we can provide some A's. Um, so go to the Instagram. I hope you already follow us. You should all already follow us. But yeah, shoot us over some questions. We want to um, give you guys some answers to those questions. We probably will. I think what we should do is on the Instagram page, we should just like put a Q&A box and then just get some of those questions and yeah. read them on air. Oh, that's what they literally just did. Nice. It was funny. Uh, not funny, but it was nice seeing Kaylin in that interview with the doctor because... She was asking questions that I I could sit in front of a computer for a hundred years formulating questions to ask, and I would never ask some of the questions that she's asking. So it's great to have her. Yeah, she does. Um, what is that called? I mean, we haven't done it in quite some time, but she. Uh, does it work. It starts with a P. I swear to God, it's uh, prepares. Forgot. Oh, prepares. That's right. I do. It's been a while for you and I. Why don't more people do that? It makes the show so much better. Yeah, but then it's just like. <laughs> We'll just, I'd rather come on here and talk about Dawson's poop. You know what I mean? That's that's better for me. <laughs> oh my gosh! Can I can I embarrass myself? No. Uh, yeah, I gotta say this. Yeah, I have to say. Yeah, this. you can't say can I embarrass myself and then be like, never mind. I'm not gonna tell the story. I just learned something about the female body that I blew my mind. Female anatomy blew my mind. I wanted to ask the doctor while she was still here, but it seemed like she was kind of re- ready to get off. Um, and Ashley seems like she might be in the room, so maybe you can confirm this with her. And it was it was really embarrassing when I asked on the boat. But does does a girl does she pee out over her clitoris? Ah, uh, no, right? I don't know. I didn't think so, but I found out that unless they were all fucking with me, and I don't know better, I was told that girls pee that pee out of their clitoris. The opening to the <laughs> urethra uh, is the tiny hole that you pee out of. It's located just below the clitoris and above uh, the so opening not. to the vagina. How many holes are there down okay. there? <laughs> Sounds like there's quite a few. Good God. Yeah, so that's interesting. I They kept dogging me for not knowing where girls pee from. And A, I've never watched a girl pee before, so how would I know that? B, the Colorado public school system, I guess, has failed me, as, your, as Rhode Island has obviously failed yours as well. I just, like, didn't ever know until just, like, two days ago, so... I guess it's technically not the clitoris, but just below the clitoris. Yeah, I guess I've always assumed it was the vagina. I always thought that there was a hole between the vagina and the butthole, like a gooch hole kind of thing. You <laughs> I talk, thought that it came out of the, I mean, how many openings do you think a woman has? <laughs> I just thought it was like a gooch hole. <laughs> oh, gooch hole? <laughs> I don't know. I just thought there was like a little hole down there. Well, I mean, I don't like, know. I even at <laughs> like, I'm not saying I've like, you know, I'm that uh, knowledgeable about the female anatomy, but even me, like, just from watching or like being with a woman, you've you're yeah. telling me you've noticed that there potentially could be a third hole down there. No, I just thought that it was like so small and discreet and cute and and fragile that you, know, you couldn't see it to the naked eye, and maybe like it expanded when it was in in action. I don't know. I haven't put much thought into it because I never, I never cared to put much thought into it. Ashley just came back um, in the room. So the past two minutes, we've been because Caitlin had to sign off. Past three minutes, maybe we've been talking about. Dean asked me to women pee out of the clitoris. Oh my god! But you are now saying. <laughs> 
No, 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 no. This guy, no. She's now accusing me of saying that. I know there's three holes, but he, no, 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 no. Dean said that he thought there was a potentially a hole between the vagina and the butthole. And I'm like, bro, come on now. There are three holes. One that you pee out of your vagina, but no, no you don't pee out of your vagina. I know there's your urethra, yeah, and then there's your vagina. I don't know why. I said. <laughs> anyway, yes, I know there are three holes, but I got to be honest. I don't think I ever really knew there were three holes. Now we now we know we're smarter because of this question. So I appreciate Ashley's insight. I'm gonna say, if I was listening to this, I would be more embarrassed by you thinking. Urethra was a slang term instead of me thinking there was a third pee hole in the Guchel area. Apparently, boys have a urethra as well. Of course. I mean, I knew that. So that's just a pee hole. That's a pee hole. Okay, but our yeah. pee hole is attached to our, is not attached. I guess it's all attached. First of all, don't blame <laughs> us listening to the podcast. Blame, as Dean <laughs> yeah, stated, yeah. the Colorado and Rhode Island public school system, okay? I, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm embarrassed, but you know what? I'm, I'm proud to say that I feel smarter. So, yeah, uh, weather the storm, come out the other side a little smarter. And little can braver. we also say this is why Kalen is a new podcast? See what happens when Kalen's not on the podcast for four minutes. How south it goes. This is why we <laughs> need devolves. her here. She's not going to yeah. be happy. <laughs> I think on that note, I think every episode we. We record all three of us. There should be five minutes of non-Kalen time at the end. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for... I can't I can't believe you're still listening to this episode. Honestly, why did you not turn it off five minutes ago when Kalen left? Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Help We Suck at Being Newlyweds. We truly appreciate it. Don't forget to submit your questions on the Instagram page. Help I Suck at Being a Newlywed. We want to answer some of those questions on air next week. So be sure to do that. Be sure to tune in next week where maybe we suck just a little bit less. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at help. We suck at being newlyweds. And email us at newlyweds at iheartradio.com. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. We'll see you next time. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining... Dawson's tushy now and it makes me smile now Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies curves and helps provide up to 12 hour protection against leaks so make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now we got you baby Let's get real. No one has time for cold sores, especially when you're juggling weddings, holiday parties, and work functions. If you suffer from cold sores, fever blisters, and outbreaks caused by the herpes virus, Azurex is an all-natural homeopathic treatment that will change your life. Just apply it topically as soon as you feel that familiar first tingle. And when you have an active outbreak, Azurex will soothe the pain and help you heal faster. Order today and use code HELP to save 20% at azzurx.com. Love it or your money back guaranteed. Stop a cold sore before it starts and heal an outbreak faster. Order Azurex today. No one likes to talk about money. 
Am I saving enough? Can I buy a house? Am I paying too much in taxes? Will I be able to retire? What if you could unlock insights about your finances in less than five minutes with a clear picture of where you stand today and where your money can work harder? Now you can. Visit facet.com to take the free quiz and get your financial wellness score today. That's F-A-C-E-T.com. This ad is sponsored by Facet. Facet Wealth Incorporated is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice.